1: Oh, I'm going to clear my throat after that one. Welcome to the DFS pregame Show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. BlenderEd, BlenderHD. You can follow me there on Twitter. And you, you, you should know this show already, right? You're not new here. This is a show where we go over a little bit about yesterday's slate. We talk a little bit about today's slate, which has one less game. The Detroit-Toronto game is, is postponed. Don't play any players in that game. Don't worry about it. So we have a six game slate. So hopefully less news, but we always we always hope for that. Oh, okay. We don't have to worry about what's going to happen at 530 and then at six o'clock and then in between, but it ends up happening anyway. So uh, just be aware that a lot of the information we may talk about today's slate, by the time you listen to it, obviously, if you're here live, you know, that, that's one thing, but if you're listening on the podcast feed or watching this later, it uh, may not matter anymore, right? It may not matter. It may not matter, but if you are listening on the podcast feed, uh, which you could get on iTunes or any place you get your podcast, the DFS pregame show, Roto-Grinders, search for it. Leave a uh, rate and review. Leave a review. Say, say how great I am. It used to be the Daily Fantasy Fix feed, so it's, uh, it's all praise of Dan Bach, and I want, I want some praise from me in the reviews, so do that. But as always, I'm here with the YouTube chat people. I'm always here for the YouTube people. Mr. Plow is here. Meet Plow. Good morning, Mr. Plow, Max Coach, Card Fan, Matt Mears, Chandler Cannon, Jupocalypse Pat, Michael Payne, Jason Robinson, Max Coach, Kagan Hopkins, Shane Newman, Keith Espinoza, Zach Hobbs, Johnny Compton, Ronald Coley, Jim Steele. We got, we got all everything. Smash those tummy thumbs. All right? I got the apple juice here, right? The Minute Maid, the brand name Apple Juice. Keep the apple juice cold in the morning. yesterday yesterday uh, turns out you can't play you can't play pj washington two days in a row apparently that's a thing now right he can't have two good games in a row uh because uh he did, did the day yet the day before 60 points no problem yesterday with zeller and hayward out they had the same situation they had the day before they were running with nine players and little front court help so you're like okay pj washington 6200 okay What's the worst thing that happens? He gets 30 points. No, he gets 9.75 points, okay? Even Miles Bridges didn't do well. You figure with that front court rotation at between B.J. Washington, <coughs> Miles Bridges, and Biombo, who didn't get that much time the, the game before, that someone would do well, and turns out none of them did well. None of them. Did anyone on the, the Hornets? I think Lamella Ball did, did well, right? He put up 60-plus and uh and Terry Rogier. I mean he had a decent and probably maybe he had a better game on FanDuel he was cheaper on FanDuel than on DraftKings but for the most part that game didn't I mean you had to pick all the other guys right everyone played Lillard right he was he was owned. he got 52 points okay whatever but he was 10k but if you played Carmelo Anthony and Robert Covington oh you were printing I mean I don't even know what they were owned because most most people in that game played Lillard and Cantor, and then Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was 3% owned, and pretty much no one had him. Okay, maybe like in a lineup or two. Petty Theft had 9%. Then we had Robert Covening. Covington, I don't know, capitalized. Okay, a little bit more, because power forward position. He put up 47.5, so he was 8% owned in the finger roll. Contrary lineups won last I mean, because t- take a look at all the duds. P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges, P.J. Dozier, Dwayne Bacon. I, he was he was 20 percent do I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Small forward shooting guard. I guess shooting guard was kind of weak. Point guard was fine. Shooting guard was kind of weak, right? Let's take a look at the shooting guards. We had Dozier, Martin, Bacon, Milton. And we looked down Irving, Oladipo. I think Oladipo was more of a play on like a Yahoo or something. Monty Morris, yeah, I guess, I guess yeah, yeah. But shooting guard was kind of weak. So I can understand kind of some of this ownership, uh, but Harden put up eighty, Jokic put up seventy-seven. You kind of needed them. Let's see the top lineup, Cleveland for life, twenty seventeen, right? You needed Bojan. He just came out of the blue with a fifty-point game. Yeah, Harden. He won even with PJ Dozier in his lineup. Jokic, Harden. Because Jokic was 18%. Harden was 18%. And just get enough raw points. Claxton had a great, I mean, 10X game at 3,100. I mean, in limited minutes. I mean, DeAndre Jordan had a great game also. I mean, they came out in and out for each other, but they both had good games. And you look at Drink Good Three, get DeRozan in there. But still, I think, okay, no Harden. So this lineup has no Harden. Three points, about two and a half points underneath. He was able to get there with without, because uh, he didn't have Dozier. He didn't have a, the, the lowest scoring player was like Justin Patton. And even that was good for 3,200. And we have T. Garcia here. Corkman's, yeah, he had, he had, he did a, a flurry. He had Carmelo Anthony. Like this is a, this, is, look how, look how contrarian a lineup this is. One, two, three, four, five players in single digits. And faded basically all the chalk. And anything that was chalked, it was faded. Yeah, but when you get all this, that's what ends up happening. But still, didn't get all the way up. 20,000, sure, okay. That's fine. Hashtag k Obviously, Willie Hernan Gomez, who breaks results DB all the time. I don't know. I, don't, I still don't know why. Still no Harden, still Jokic. So we have here, Harden and no Jokic. Here's neither. Oh, no, here's Jokic right there. M. Hankin. Oh, he's in our he's in our uh, Discord. He had Harden. Okay, but I mean, the, basically the only, the, the guy that won, the person, whatever. Harden Jokic. That was the top. Mr. Wonka Man. Jokic. Oh, here's a Harden Jokic lineup. Just didn't get there. Malik Bunk, Sterling Brown, you did Bojan. Maxi Kleber did fine. I just didn't get all the way up there. Here's Red Kachik. Patrick Williamson, eh, I guess not. Michael Porter for 7K. Michael Porter, a little bit better play on FanDuel. Still Justin Patton, Jake Milton. I mean, these, these, are, these are very similar lineups. The key here is getting, I mean, Claxton at two two 2.5%. Instead, I mean, you could have played, but still, I mean, obviously he didn't have the salary. 3,200 was Justin Patton. So that means the Stars and Scrubs build with with, uh, P.J. Dozier. You couldn't fit Patton here because Clexton is center only, right? So I get it. But a very, very contrarian constructions won yesterday. So we take a look here, even a petty theft, like played like a lot of Patton Simmons lineups because we had the thing yesterday with Embiid, right? Doc Rivers. Isn't he the worst? Isn't Doc Rivers just the worst? It's like he doesn't know, but he knows, and then he doesn't know, and he'll act like he doesn't know. Right? Okay, Toby Harris is out, and Joel Embiid is very questionable. What does that mean? There's no VQ on the injury report. Very questionable. He's not not doubtful, but he's very questionable. So I'm just going to assume he's out. No, and then he starts. And it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes before the, the... lock and beats a starter he's starting no problem and beat had a great game he had, obviously there was a blowout but he had 50 points in three quarters he would have probably ended up with 65 or 70 if he did play the last rotation but don't you hate doc rivers because that's what we had to do most around the industry you had to project and beat out first until proven otherwise and Ben with doc rivers it seems like if, if whatever doc rivers says just assume he's lying just assume it, why even bother? He's very questionable, the problem probably means nothing. Very questionable is, is, is problem for, for Doc Rivers. He says nothing, then, then the guy may be out for three weeks, right, oh no, there's no problem. I don't even know why you're bringing it up. And the guy, you find out the guy died yesterday, right? Like he doesn't, he does he's not even alive. <laughs> they didn't even tell him, right? didn't tell anyone, <laughs> that's Doc Rivers. See, Luke Walton screws around with his rotations. That's a different story. Look, Luke Walton's a different type of the worst. But Doc Rivers, I are we supposed to plan? I are we supposed to plan our lineups, Doc? you constantly, oh, it's very questionable. <laughs> and he plays. And then when the other, the other time last week, right? When people, are he's on the injury report as questionable. And Doc Rivers is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Seems fine to me. I don't know why you even bring it up. Ten minutes before lock and beads out. Aren't you the coach? Don't you, don't you know what's going on? Don't you have a clue? He probably does. I don't know why. Do you have a competitive advantage for that? Who knows? That was the reason why. Like 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 Milton was okay because we, we had a weak shooting guard position. So Milton was fine still at forty five hundred, but like everyone else it was like Danny Green and Corkmas and Simmons and and whoever whoever else is there, who's there? Seth Curry, right? All those guys, they projected much better with them beat out, obviously. Then they put them beat in. And obviously, Dwight Howard, right? Or Tony Bradley or something. So I remember, like, you know, half an hour before lock, I'm, you know, I'm playing all these Sixers. That's some beads in. And it's like, okay, you take it now, now, now where you go? Now, 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 here here comes the PJ Dozier ownership. Because who else are you going to put in at that point? That's why it's like Dwayne Bacon. Like, okay. But I mean, the Stars and Scrubs build did win. So, I mean, that was the chalk build, but just depends on who, who the studs were. Like, if you played Lillard and like LaMelo, if, if you stacked that game, you didn't get there. Unless, obviously, you also played Carmelo, Anthony, and Robert Covenant. But just looking through it, like, between all these top players, vastly different constru- construction types. I mean, on the players in and of themselves. Because like we can see here with P.J. Washington, like Kobe for MVP didn't build many builds with P.J. Washington. Had a lot more DeAndre Jordan. Patty Mills at shooting guards instead of Shake Milton. Right? Still, he's still probably, yeah, he's still plenty of Shaq Milton. Same for Uticao, like Shake Milton, but RBX 88, not much there. But played more Lillard, played more... Who? Oh, Monty Morris. Okay, so there you go. Similar price ranges, Shake, Shake Milton and he played Monty Morris instead. Patty Mills. Okay. Those constructions make sense. So you're going lighter on Bridges and Dozier and Milton. And then still jamming in, jamming in the good plays from there. Like, like, not many like went like, oh, I can't play PJ Washington at 48% ownership. But no one slammed him. I mean, take a look here. I mean, we're still talking about 61%, 39%, but we don't see the Blues. Looking through here, like what do people do with DeAndre Jordan? I mean, here, let's see. J.K. 123 didn't play any of them. So what did he do at center? So we look through the centers. Justin Patton in 51%. Okay. Jokic 38, Cantor 58. Okay, so there you go. There was there was a center ownership right there. You look at RBX, you know, Bridges, and let's see any any. I, I like looking down at the blue, like Biombo, right? If you're not going to play Washington or you're not going to play Bridges, you play Biombo. A lot of people got burned by him. Like he ended up being five percent owned in, in the same spot, right? It's the same lineup, same starters. But uh, odds Pat, he took a shot in a bunch of lineups. Chetibisque in a bunch of lineups. So that's what I should expect to see. Washington being under 27%. Biambo being higher for that construction. John Wall. John Wall had a good game, right? After his garbage game the day before. That was leverage. That was more leverage off of like a Lillard, a high-priced point guard, something like that. We played Jalen McDaniels off the bench. Right, offer of, instead of playing Cody Martin, I get it. It's doable. Brick seventy five did that. You see multiple different people. I mean, we're, we're talking about Petty Theft, Kobe for MVP, Uticao, Chetabisk, JK one twenty three, Brick seventy five, Rinpak, RBX eighty eight, Odds Pat. I mean, these are these are top GPP players, large field multi entry GPP players. This is, I mean, Finger Roll has forty one thousand entries in it still multiple different types of constructions, right? You have had zero hardened. Chenebus can't harden more than half the lineups. You could have different constructions, but you have to have some type of different, that's the key word is different. How could you make lineups that project well, well enough, that also have leverage for the contest that you're entering? This is what play with you want means. If you didn't want to play, if you if you said I'm going to have zero PJ Washington, you could have built a hundred of those lineups if you wanted to. You can say, well, I'm going to have no, I'm going to have a hundred percent of PJ Washington. You could do that also. So I, I like seeing what choices some of the top players made in their in a bunch of their lineup constructions. This doesn't tell the whole picture. You have to go lineup by lineup to see that. But I like seeing. That's why I look at the blues and the reds, kind of like. They go up and down, side to side, do si do, the hokey pokey, I don't know, whatever direction they go. Because maybe there are a certain direction I didn't think of. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. If I would have faded, I could have done that. Right. And, and then you learn. That's why I look. That's why I look at results DB every day. I don't see why people don't. It's 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 free. I mean, it's free on grinders. I think it's stupid that it's free. It should be behind the paywall. You shouldn't have to be a premium. You should have to be a premium member in order to get it, but they don't do it. So you get it for free. Rotogrinders.com slash results DB. You, you can set this up all you want. Look through any contest you want. You can find yourself. You can find yourself. You can wave to yourself. You say, hey, there's me. There's my entry. As long as you're cashed, right? You could do that looking through the YouTube chat in here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Daniel Hunchings says that uh, with Willie Hernan Gomez, you always have to edit that guy in, in your files, right? Cause it's Willie or it's Guillermo or it's Hernan Gomez with the, the little squiggle over the O or whatever. And then it breaks stuff, right? Cause different sites have it different ways and it doesn't like it too many characters, who knows? then it's not consistent, even on the same site. Chris Geeter says, thanks for teaching about DFS diversification. Played eight different lineups across single-entry contests. Three finished top 20, including a first-place finish. Well, way to go. Obviously, if you played the same lineup that that won first place, you probably would have won first place in all of them. But if you didn't play that lineup, you wouldn't have won first place in any of them. that's not a strategy it's just if you want to be more diversified that's what you you know that that's how i think of it i would have win the most amount of money for the least amount of risk so to me diversification is a, is a big deal yes there are there there yeah there will be days where the, the lineup that i may i would make for the 250 formats max or whatever that wins like would have won all of them and instead of you know Making 10,000, I could have made 45,000. Yes, if I played that lineup in everything. Yeah, but how about the days that it doesn't happen? I'll make five, eight line, five to eight lineups. I just want one of them to work. That's it. Makes up for everything. So who cares? But that's what I'm lowering my risk. I'm lowering my variance. I'm sacrificing EV to do so. It's obviously the first... My first lineup, if it was the best lineup, would be plus EV in all the contests that it's in. Technically, my second lineup is slightly worse. But how are you supposed to know what your best lineup is and your worst lineup is? A lot of times, yeah, who knows? Oh, I can play this lineup or that lineup or this lineup. Which one is better? I don't know. you going to make me choose? I have no idea. But they're very close. So I want. I want to just okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make that choice and have it's just slightly slightly higher. That's the lineup I'm playing and everything. Then it turns out that the next the other lineup was better. And well, I only played one lineup and I lost. So that's why I, I I prefer to be diversified. DJ DJ Johnson Blender. I won 31k in PJ DFS this weekend. It's lit. Okay, that's nice. Let's see. Going through the YouTube chat, we have Will here. Chief Justice is in the house. Coach Priester. We've got some justice in the courtroom. Yes, according to Alex Santi. Jim Steele said, Won $500 on FanDuel the other day. The most I ever won, thanks to me. Well, thanks to you. I didn't do anything. Right? 500 bucks. Come on, you could do better. So if you got any questions in the YouTube chat, feel free to post them in. I can only, the show only goes as long as your questions, right? If there's no questions and no chatter, I get out of here, right? You hit the thumbs up button, right? You hit the thummy thumbs. You hit the subscribe, you scribes. You hit the notification bells, right? To, to know when we go live. I mean, I go live Monday through Friday every every day here at 11 o'clock Eastern. But we have Grinders Live. Grinders Live today, which would be at uh, 5 30. Grinders Live with Dean and someone else that's obviously on the schedule that I didn't look at. And then, then Crunch Time with uh, with Roth and, uh, and Meansy and probably maybe someone else that, that is on the schedule I didn't look at. Someone else for GPPs or whatever. And that's for premium members. So you can get Roto Grinders Premium by clicking on the link in the description. You'll get $10 off your first month. It could be single sport. It could be combo premium, the combo. You get everything except for NASCAR. MLB is coming up. They're already doing spring training contests, right? I'm not playing them. But MLB starts in what? Three weeks? Three and a half weeks? Four weeks at some point at the end of the month? Beginning of April? And it'll still be NBA. NBA, the regular season is going through mid-May. So sign up for combo. Sign up for the combo. You get everything. And you also get the MMA stuff, right? MMA, PGA, there's other stuff going on. Soccer. I play soccer on Saturday mornings, and some Thursdays and Wednesdays, uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays afternoons. And we have soccer projections, so you get that as well. And obviously the premium Discord, which I'm in all the time. So feel free, feel free to join us here at Roto Grinders, RotoGrinders.com/slash premium. Get ten dollars off your first month by just clicking on the link. Just click on the link, sign up, join us. Okay. Uh, Real King says, uh, I, I have a legit question as opposed to an illegitimate question. Seems like I could do well on FanDuel, but DK is such a struggle. Well, it, it, it depends on the format. And I mean, it depends on a lot of issues. What's the best way to approach building lineups on DK handling the MPE angle? I mean, multiple positional eligibility? Is that, is that what you're having trouble with? Like, it's hard to, to tell. I don't know what contest you're playing or anything. Cash for cash versus GPP is going to be much different. DraftKings the 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 pricing is tighter. That's that's the that's the main difference. The pricing is tighter and there's multiple positional eligibility. So the skill advantage goes up in DraftKings. The key on like DraftKings, we see even in cash games where uh, you have to play PJ Dozier, you have to play Miles Bridges, you have to play those types of guys because the pricing is much tighter on FanDuel. You don't you rarely have to. Justin Patton wasn't needed on FanDuel, it just wasn't needed. Shake Milton wasn't ne- wasn't needed on FanDuel. The pricing is too soft. You, you could find you could find points and find value that you don't have to go there. On DraftKings, you usually do. And usually, when you're dealing with those types of players, it's going to be higher variance. What's the difference? I mean, we take a look at uh, like, let's a point per dollar right now. The 5:05 a.m. projections, which don't mean anything. Desmond Bain, right? Are we going to have to use Desmond Bain if I run the optimal right now? Yes, I get Desmond Bain. That exact. Uh, this is what I'm talking about on DraftKings. Like I'm going to I'm going to go over to FanDuel. I'm going to open up. Lineup HQ for FanDuel. And then I'll show you the difference. Like this this is the optimal as of our whatever projections now. I don't even know. Has there been an update? No, they haven't even updated. So they don't, even, don't even go by this yet. So this is DraftKings. We have Morant, Morose, Bain, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Monty Morris, PJ Dozier, and Nikola Jokic. So here we're stuck with a $3,200 Dozier and a $3,400 Desmond Bain. Not exactly people that you want to take home to the bank to you, right? These, these guys could go horribly wrong. Limited minutes. Not the main, main people on the teams. Who knows? But this is the optimal. This would be the top medium projected lineup based on these projections, which have not even been updated for, by manually by any time. So don't go by them. The 267.59 right here. 50K. Now let's go to FanDuel and let's do the same thing. Okay, we still get Bain in there. We get Middleton, but look look at that! Look, we get Mills, Morant, Bain, Brooks, Barton, Middleton, Noel, Giannis, Jokic. For a six-game slate, I mean, this is for FanDuel. This is like a thin lineup. Like oh, Patty Mills, ooh, that's thin. And DraftKings, where I mean, you don't have to play T.J. Dozier on FanDuel. You could fit guys in. Look, we're fitting in Jokic, Giannis, Middleton at 7K, Morant at 7K. You just fit in a lot more. And DraftKings, we're playing Giannis and Jokic, and then, ugh, some Morant. You're like missing a guy. You're like you're missing that Middleton in this in this type of build. Like you can't even play Nerland Noel. If we would just lock in Nerlens Noel and optimize. So here we're stuck playing like Marquise Morris. Still doesn't make you feel good. So yeah, so you have to play a lot, a lot more thinner players on DraftKings in builds than you do on Fanduel, which makes which that's why it seems harder to you. And especially with multiple positional eligibility, you can make a lot of combinations of them. On Fanduel, not much so. Do you have certain positions that are just weak? Like, yeah, you have positions that are weak on fan, on, on DraftKings, but so many players are shooting guard small forward or power forward center. You can move them around. On FanDuel, sometimes we have slates where like, look, who's that shooting guard today? I mean, we have, we're playing Bain and Brooks in the optimal right here. Right, you got no one. You got Paul George. He's the only one with the plus salary adjusted value. But if we play Paul George in the shooting guard spot and go from there, even that is not that bad of a lineup, right? You still have to play Bane. You have to play Porter, Middleton, Noel. Now you're playing Valanciunas over Jokic. So there you go. But this isn't that. Doesn't seem like the bad of a lineup, right? I don't feel as bad on FanDuel, but on DraftKings sometimes you're playing guys like. just like I hope they get. I hope they get 18 minutes. I hope they get something. I hope they get 20 points. I hope is that the reason why it seems harder? Is that the reason you don't do well? I don't know. I'm just to, to showing you the main differences. Keith Espinoza asks what percentage or how many gross total of DK users make black rewards level every month? I don't know. Why would I know? 100 maybe? 200? I've only made black, I think, twice. That would be during football season. Because it's football season as well as when it overlap. Like when that overlap happens, like it didn't this past year. When NBA and NFL overlap, and then you could claim a lot of rewards, then I could get over that. Most of the time, I'm, I'm in the level right below it. I wish there was a level in between. There's a level at like 25K and then there's a black is 125K. Why can't there be a level at 75K? I get a little bit extra. Like that's typically where I am. But I have no idea. I why, why would I know? I don't know. Real King says, like for instance, if a guy is point guard, shooting guard eligible, how would I know when to play him in the shooting guard versus the point guard spot? Well, it depends on who else is in your lineup. If you have no other shooting guards in, in, in out of your eight players, then obviously if it's the shooting guard spot. You have a lot more choices on draftings, a lot more combinations. Let's see. Let's see, going through. Ronald Coley says, I saw that though. Winner of a big GPP on Fantil sacrifice 14 points of projected points. Ideally, is that too much? No. Why would it be too much? The larger the GPP, the more they get sacrificed for leverage. It may be a lot on certain slates, and it may not be. It may be perfectly fine on other slates. Let's see. Dave Hawash asks, Splendor, what players would you have used to get leverage off of Lillard? Any other point card? What? I mean, It's not the player, it's the lineup. Until you, I repeat this so often, until you get in the mindset that you're playing lineups and not players, you will not get better. That is the biggest shift that you will have to make, that you are not playing players. Players do not matter. Lineups matter. How do you get leverage off a Lillard? Well, don't play a... Don't play uh, a guy, don't play a 10K point guard. Some, a lot of people will go, well, instead of playing Lillard, I'm going to play Luca, Right? Similar position. Right? We saw. Similar position. Oh, I'm just going to go over there, play the same lineup. It's like, well, how much leverage do you really get? You're playing the same seven guys as everyone else and just one change. You're not really gaining that much leverage. I mean, you are, but you're just not getting that much. So it's like, thinking in terms of how do I leverage off of a guy? It's like, no. How do you play a, a, a leverage lineup from that lineup? What does that lineup look like? Lillard, Washington, Patton, Cody Martin, Shake Milton lineup. What's the best way to get leverage off of that? Well, maybe, maybe I play Harden. Now you play, still paying up at guard. So you play Harden. Maybe you pay. Maybe you go Harden. Like, like I was just going to say, Harden, Jokic, and then fill in the value. Don't play PJ Washington, play Biombo instead. How can I build the lineup differently? Not how do I leverage off of a player? How do I leverage off of lineups? You can build any lineups, right? Here on DraftKings, right? I'm going to go build rules. Let's go down to 20 to make it quicker. 20, move that up to 49. Make it quicker, yeah. I'm gonna build 20 lineups with whatever projections we have currently. So this would be the this would be the optimal, 267.59. We have no ownership to go by, but whatever. So I'm looking at a lineup. This is the lineup. This is the lineup. Look at the difference between these two lineups. Okay. This one is 267.59. This is 267.46. So the difference is 0.13. Nothing, nothing. Look, look, 0.13 is you can barely see it, right? Ah, I can't see it. Barely any difference. John Morant, John Morant. Derek Rose, Derek Rose. Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain. Giannis, Giannis. Monty Morris, Monty Morris. Jokic, Jokic. Basically, it's Wagner and Winslow for Lopez and Dozier. Well, which one's better? Well, this technically, based on these projections, this one would be better by 0.13. That's the difference between the two lineups. There's a the next lineup. This has Marquise Morris in it. What's it? It's 267.41. So, okay, not that much different from this lineup. This lineup has, it still is Ja Morant. This one has Jokic. as has Mark-Eve Morris instead of someone else. Instead of, instead of Moritz Wagner. So it's a 1v1 between these two. 267.25. So we're still not we're still not even half a point away. This one has Nerland's Noel in it. Here's down here is a Dylan Brooks lineup. It's a slightly different configuration with Noel in the center spot instead of Brook Lopez up here. But mathematically what's the difference between most of these lineups? Barely anything. Do you play Brook Lopez or do you play Marquise Morris? What who cares? You're looking at lineups. If you go, okay, is this the truck lineup? How do, how do we play a lineup that doesn't have Giannis and Jokic in it? Right? that's Where are we going to get leverage? Okay, well, I'm, I'm just going to X out Giannis and Jokic. That's a way to do it. That's a way. Is it the best way? Who knows? But it's a way. Can I build a lineup that's not Sarge and Scrubs with Giannis and, and, and Jokic? So now I'm going to build 20 lineups like that. Okay, we're down to 263. So by getting rid of both of them, you're only sacrificing what? Four points? Now you're playing Chris Paul, Trey Young, Randall, right? This is is a lot different lineup. Playing Trey Young, John Collins, 262. So like these lineups are not bad. Of course, we don't have ownership to judge. Because we're sacrificing four points in median. What are we getting in ownership? What are we... What discount are we getting? How much lower ownership are we getting? You go to the first build and let's say instead of fading both Giannis and Jokic, we fade Morant. So you're going to play Giannis and Jokic. You go and you see, what does it look like? Well, you basically, you're getting Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. You're going to mostly Chris Paul. Still got to play Desmond and Bain. So maybe you don't want to play Desmond Bain for leverage. He ends up being the chalk value that, hood suspect. Who knows? So you get rid of him. You run that. Then then what do you get? You're getting a ton of Marquise Morris. So you're like, do you want your whole slate to rely on these stars and scrubs builds? No, maybe not. But look, all these builds come in around 263. As of these projections right now, 265. Two sixty three, like they're not 10 points off they're not 15 points off they're five points four or five points you could do any of them I'm gonna fade Giannis okay you could do that I could I'm gonna fade Jokic okay you could do that I'm gonna fade John Morant you could do that I'm gonna make sure not to play guys like Marquis Morris and Desmond Bain you could do that you could do that type of thing like we go back into the player pool let's bring back Morant Let's let's not play Marquise Morris. He's ending I don't want to play any guys under three K or something, you know that type of thing. So you play more of a balance build. You still get PJ Dozier. You got to get rid of him, right? We don't want, want any, anyone like that. Morris Wagner, screw him, right? Obi Toppin still. I mean, like it's trying to force in these Giannis, Jokic types of lineups. I'm gonna go back and see. Okay, this isn't awful, right? You get one of them. Morant, Winslow, Rose, Giannis, Noel, Paul, Barton, Lopez. Probably not a big fan of playing Morant and Winslow together, but I mean, you could. Winslow's cheap enough. Look, 264.97, 264.62. These are perfectly fine lineups. But I'm not thinking in terms of, who do I leverage off of Giannis? Or who do I leverage off of Jokic? I'm thinking of how do I make my lineups different while still having a high enough projection and an ownership discount, lower ownership, which obviously we don't have the ownership projections, so we can't judge that right now. So don't think in terms of, okay, I'm going to fade this guy for this guy. This linear type of thinking. Think in terms of lineups. I'm looking at lineups. I, I know I repeat this all so often. The more that you think in terms of lineups, the better you'll do. It's not a matter of, do you play John Morant? It's like, well, do you play a lineup with John Morant? Do you play a lineup with Giannis and Jokic? Well, I've already shown you that you can play a, a, a lineup with neither of them and still be projected well. and still be fine. So is Giannis a, a must-know? Is Jokic a must-know? You can play them. You can play one or each. You can play both of them. You play neither of them. All those lineups are fine, and I'm not predicting whether or not Giannis or Jokic are going to have a good game. Just based on the projections, you could you could build probably decently projected lineups in the low two sixties with xing out nearly anyone. No one is projecting that. I mean, we take a look at salary adjusted plus minus. Yeah, Giannis and Jokic are the are the are the top of that, but they're also the most expensive point per dollar wise and smash wise. Like no one's really. Come, I mean. There's no like lock button type of plays, even point per dollar. The highest is 5.57. I mean, we're talking about the slate where there's no screaming value. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's fine, right? The best of the rest type of thing. Nothing that sticks out where it's like, okay, I got to jam this guy into everything. As of right now, you never know. News, something happens later in the day. So they're going to be plenty of lineups in the low 260s based on this that you could play. And they and it could involve fading anyone or playing anyone. So don't ask me, who do I play or who do I fade? No, it's just build, build good lineups. That's what that means. That's what play whoever you want means. You could build a lineup without Giannis. You could build a lineup without Jokic. You could build a lineup without Bain. You could build a lineup without any of them. You could build a lineup with all of them mathematically they're going to end up you're going to find ones that mathematically are kind of equal to each other you're going to find one that has Giannis and one that has Jokic and depending on the ownership with all the other players in it they're like almost mathematically equivalent you go well which one do I play whichever one you want close your eyes pick one flip a coin doesn't matter I know it's been I don't know it's difficult for you to to get out of the thinking that you have to pick players. But that's what you're doing. You're playing with lineups. You don't play with players in DFS. Let's see. I like what Alex Santi says. Don't be transactional with your pivots. Be transformational. But you see what, I mean, take a look at how I I viewed it. I was not thinking of who. I was thinking of what lineups. When I went through all these lineups, I went through what do the lineups look like? Then I could choose a path. Maybe that path where I'm playing, uh, you know, no Jokic or whatever is worse because of some, you know, positional thing. And I go, yeah, if I... Yeah, these yo. If I try to play Jokic and Giannis without like Dozier or Bain or anything, like I'm just playing even crappier like 3K guys. So maybe I find a way to not do that. Now, obviously Jokic and Giannis are playing each other. That so maybe that tilts it to to the end of maybe I don't play the either in a lineup. Hope one of the other teams blow each other out or something. Say maybe I'll find some lineups that have Giannis and no Giannis or no Jokic. But let's say I'm playing eight lineups. I could play one lineup that has neither of them. I could also play a lineup that has both of them, right? I could play play four lineups with neither of them, two lineups with just one of them, and two lineups with both of them. Good. All the lineups that I'm playing for the contests that they're in have a projection and an ownership sum. That is requisite for those contests, and I could play anyone. I, I could play anyone I want at that point. This is how I build lineups. You just build lineups, lineups. That's it. Let's see. Going through the YouTube chat. Feel free to type in any of your last minute questions. What's going on in the chat? Someone says there's chaos in the chat. What's going on? Let's see. Are people asking about makeup? People are asking about makeup in the chat. Ronald Coley asks, do you think too many players believe there's a specific formula to win every night? Yes. And there isn't one. If there was a secret formula and I knew it, I wouldn't be here. Why would I tell you? I'd be just printing millions of dollars. There's a thought process. It's just like poker. There's no such thing as like, this is. A, a, can you teach a computer uh, to do one thing every time? Ace King, you automatically raise three times the big blind like that, that those things don't exist. They all depend on stack sizes, who's at the table, what position you're in. There's so many, there's other variables. And then as you go through a hand, there's sometimes where you're folding, there's sometimes where you're raising, there's sometimes where you're calling, depending on your opponent, their range of hands. There's a lot of variables. Every slate has its own variables. Now there are concepts that you could apply just like you can in poker. Position matters in poker. The later position you're in, the more information you have. You get to act last, which means you could have a weaker hand than someone at, in, in early position. Because you have, you have more fold equity. You could bet and win the pot more often. You get more information. You could choose to take a free card. A lot more, lot, lot more game theory. Options from that perspective. So that changes your card value. That changes the relative value of your hand. What's on the board versus how many people are in the pot? Everyone at the table is in the pot, and you're sitting there with the fourth pair, you're most likely not the best hand. Heads up, you could be the best hand. Why? Because you're well, you're eliminating all the possibilities, right? Of eight other people having hands. All those types of variables exist in the FS. So to say, like, oh, you always do this, or you never do that, is wrong, because you never say that in you never say that in poker. Sometimes you're going, sometimes you're shoving in with queens, and other times you just you're mucking I- instantly. Oh, I would not, I would never fold queens. I would mean, never fold queens to a four bet. But it, it gets to you, and it, you've been four betted. Right, you haven't even entered the pot, and, and it's four bets to you, and the people that have been raising have hand ranges that that queens is the worst hand that they could possibly have. Like you're folding him immediately. In other cases, you know you, you're dealing with the some hijacked steel raise, and you're in the small blind. And you raise, and then they 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 repop you. Like most likely, you shove it in your chips there against a very aggressive opponent that knows that you know that they're steel raising. So they they put your hand range down a little bit further. So they're shoved depending on, and they have a small stack size. So you just you snap call at that point. If they happen to have kings or aces or whatever, and so be it. That's part of their range, I guess. But all those situations matter. The same thing happens in DFS. What's the slate size? What's the pricing? Who's in, who's out? What type of constructions can you make? What type of constructions will the field make? Who will be over-owned? Who will be underowned? What positions are they in? What contests you're playing, obviously. It all changes. The variables, you're taking the concepts and you're applying it to the variables. Every single slate. And you have to judge every single slate. What to weigh more or less of. Well, it's a short slate. It's a big slate. The totals are high. The, the scoring, the, a lot of value, no value. So there's no system to just plug in, you know, whatever. For GPPs, at least. For cash games, if you have a good projection model, you could, you could pretty much say, what, what's the highest projected lineup? Or at least the highest projected floor lineup or floor-ceiling combo type of lineup. Because you don't have to win first. You just have to get in the, you know, top half or whatever. But for GPPs, all, you have to weigh these variables every single day and the answers are going to be marginal from each other like I showed you before all these top players had different constructions because they still all adhered to how do I get enough projection for lower ownership well there's tons of different ways like I said today you could fade Giannis you could fade Jokic you could fade both You could fade Desmond Dane if he happens to be chalk, for whatever reason. You could build lineups without him. All those lineups without one of those guys, all projected about about the same. So It's a matter of which ones do you want to play. What's the difference between them? Not that much. So how diversified do you want to be of those lineups? Well, that's what we're looking at when we look at exposures. Going through the YouTube chat. But this is why you can't a- I can't answer, answer questions like, what do you think about Middleton? What, what what should I think about Middleton? There's nothing to think about. This is what I think about Middleton on DraftKings. According to our projections, he has a floor of 26 and a ceiling of 51. His median is 40 with 35 minutes. Like this is all I could think. Based on his his distribution there's a twelve percent chance of at eighty three hundred of reaching like what forty eight points or something like that? No, even higher. I need more than that. Let's see, five x play. Yeah, some, something around fifty five points. Like that's all I know. Is he going to do that today? Who knows? Who knows? I can just look at the numbers. So what are my thoughts? What would my thoughts be? My thoughts. I'm the numbers are my thoughts here's the range of outcomes. Obviously it's 5:05 a.m. This is not, it's not the final numbers or anything like that. It's just what we have that, you know, that spits out overnight. That's why the projections get updated numerous times a day, numerous by our projections team. So you sign up for Roto grinders premium, click on that link in the description and get $10 off your first month. So that's why a lot of times this show that we do in the morning, like, I'm utilizing projections that are just like the computer made up overnight and no one like looked at. So sometimes I look at them and go, "Eh, okay, maybe, maybe this'll be a little bit off till someone shows up in the morning and starts adjusting. Uh, Let's see, let's see. I like the fact that people just talk amongst themselves in the, in the YouTube chat. Hopefully not about makeup. I have no idea. I'm scrolling through, I see makeup stuff. Someone's putting on bronzer. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. I have no idea. Do I, do I need bronzer? Is that what people are saying? I don't even know what bronzer is. Why does anyone need bronzer? What is bronzer? Why does anyone want to be bronze? I want to be gold. I want to put on some gold. If I put on some gold, some silver, the bronze is third place. Why would anyone want to put bronzer on? I have no idea. I don't know anything about makeup. All I know is about apple juice and hitting those thummy thumbs on your way out the door. Hit the thumbs up button. You've kept the apple juice cold. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. We'll have Grinders live later today. And uh, and I'll, I'll be here. Even though during the all-star break, like there won't be slates, but I'll still be here. I'll still be talking, answering your questions. Maybe we talk a little bit about baseball, right? We'll do some like baseball stuff. We can talk about the single game showdown for the all-star game, maybe on Friday. If they still have that posted, we'll talk about that. That's a train wreck, right? Just have fun with that, right? Uh, and then then we'll be back next week and go go from there. So that's what That's what I do. That's what I do in the morning. I'm always here. I'm always here Monday through Friday. 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern to help you guys out with some uh, DFS strategy. Talk a little about yesterday. Talk a little about today. That's what we normally do here on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.